0: From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, February 22nd. Police have arrested a man they say is behind $15,000 worth of damages to public infrastructure. On Friday, 39-year-old Christian Wright was booked into jail after a home search recovered illicit narcotics and five assault rifles, two shotguns, and hunting-type rifles along with thousands of rounds of ammunition. Also in his possession, close to 5,000 custom-made stickers. The stickers are the same make and model found on local street signs in recent months, stating things like stop noise pollution and UTV noise is child abuse. Police say the arrest of Wright is the result of a months-long investigation into both the sticker vandalism and threats he allegedly made to local officials. We speak with Moab City's assistant police chief, Lex Bell. This is a really interesting case. You know, I want to take us from the public's perspective. Community members have been seeing these stickers around town, and it's obvious that you know, what started off as something maybe kind of minor, like stop noise pollution. All of a sudden, kind of the tone and tenor of the sticker language increased. You know, why did police begin investigating some of the larger issues that could be associated with these stickers, including the possibility that their suspect could not only be a danger to themselves, but to other people?
1: Well, the case kind of was approached from a couple of angles. that. But- the initial angle was the threats he started to make against local government and the local officials and National Park Service. And then along with that, of course, there was the vandalizing signs and putting stickers on. It seemed to me, and I think probably most, that as the two sides of that investigation continued, both sides started to escalate. On the threat side of it, you know, there were those initial threats that were made late last summer and a lot of written documents that we obtained and, you know, things that he had said and and threatened to do and then information from friends and sources saying he's buying a bunch of guns, he's not in his right mind, he's talking about hurting people or himself. We were very concerned and worked as diligently as we could to find any excuse we could to go contact him and see if we could get him some mental help, see if we could get him somewhere that could keep him until he was in a stable place. It was challenging in that to work a threat case like that, where there are kind of indirect threats via email or messenger or whatever they might be it's hard to have enough information or, or to get a judge to give you a search warrant. And then if you've just got um, people saying, well, yeah, he's buying these AR-15s and he's preparing for this or that. He's, he's not a restricted person at this moment, so that's not illegal. It's scary. Uh, there are a lot of people who own guns that probably shouldn't own guns, uh, but they can legally do so. So that angle, that was, that was a, a difficult situation. And Chief Garcia, one of his biggest priorities is that we prevent violence in our community, and the best way that we can prevent violence is through threat assessment and investigating all crimes in a thorough, complete, and professional manner. Thus, we started to work hard on both angles and found that the sticker angle may be our best way to stop all of what was going on if that makes sense. Which is kind of interesting that stickers would be easier than the other.
0: Right, that the stickers were the thing that could lead police to an arrest instead of the allegations of assault rifle possession.
1: Yeah, we definitely didn't want anyone to get hurt. That was our goal. We also needed these sticker vandalisms to stop, and as they escalated, became more violent and started causing thousands of dollars in damage around the city, that's something we just can't tolerate. We had an idea who was doing it, but it took a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of man hours for us to figure out who was doing that. When we did, it happened to be the same individual who had been making threats, who we had heard was collecting guns and stockpiling things, and whose drug use may have started to to get a little bit out of control and thus we were able to write a search warrant on the house for those stickers because we had a felony amount of damage at that point that had been done by the stickers on stop signs where a lot of times the whole sign had to be replaced uh, as we were removing the stickers the person putting the stickers up started using super glue on the back of them, gorilla glue and putting them on the stop signs. I mean they tried to pull the reflective tape off of the sign and ruin it. So it was it was really a big community problem.
0: You mentioned mental health. Um I feel like that's the underlying piece probably in most threat assessment cases you know, what to do about connecting people to badly needed mental health resources. You know, I'm curious if you have any thoughts on that in relation to threat assessment cases.
1: I have a lot of thoughts. I do think that um, the whole criminal justice system and our state and our country are are deficient in the way that they are able to handle mental health issues when it involves crime. Clearly, this uh, is an individual who needs some mental health help. And we actually did try to do that. We had uh, our victim advocate reach out and offer help and actually did send him to Four Corners where he could get some help. Um, But we can't force people to follow through. We can't force people to medicate if they're asked to do that. Uh, So it's, it's a challenge. And mental health, I think, contributes to a lot of crime. But our hands are kind of tied in how, you know, how to approach a mental health issue. There's only so many things we can do. Certainly, there should be better and more options. I don't know the answer. I just know that we need something better.
0: Thank you so much for spending time with us, Assistant Chief Bell. Do you have anything else that you'd like the public to know about this case before we go?
1: Once again, to reiterate, it started as a threats case. We knew he was he was buying guns, and the plans that we were hearing about were very, very scary to us. So we conducted the most thorough investigation that we could complete, and we were able, ultimately, in doing that, to solve a couple of different crimes, but also possibly prevent a lot of violence and a tragedy. So... We're happy that it worked out that way. We're not happy about all the damage and and, and things around the city and what a scary situation it was for those who maybe were threatened in the past. And we hope that this is a way for us to get him some help.
0: That's Moab's assistant chief of police, Lex Bell, on the investigation and recent arrest of local Christian Wright. Wright is facing felony and misdemeanor charges related to threats and vandalism. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, February 22nd. You can find the newscast anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.